you're about to listen to is an episode. Next thing you know, I'm going to be telling you it's produced, and then it's good. That's right, you're about to listen to a good episode's production. I don't know if you've listened to it, George, but when I was editing the Gender Games episode that we did for the bonus episodes, I... Like at the beginning of it, I like lowered the pitch of every of the audio so that we'd be like masculine Gender. voices. And listening back to it, I was there like, "Wow, I hope this doesn't affect me in any way." Uh huh. <laughs> wow. Did you did you feel some gender bubbling up inside? I you? felt some gender bubbling up inside sure me. I was like, this "What if I just unlock pitch? anything inside me?" Yeah. <laughs> it made it might just have been wind. You never know. Possibly. Yeah. I'm so tempted, though, to just, like, pitch my audio ever so slightly down before I send it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can. I, I have no be... way of stopping you. You could reverse it. You could pitch it back up. Yeah, but I would never, I would never de-gender Robin's audio. <laughs> if they had decided that's what they wanted to do with it, I'm, I'm not going to, like, dead audio them, you know? Is someone uh-huh. playing the guitar? Not me. It did, it did sound like it. Yeah. No? Oh, okay. I there just it touched, it is coming I touched from the you. guitar. Oh, shit. Uh. Well, we can hear it. <gasps> oh, because it's, co- it it's plugged connected. In? It's plugged in. <laughs> okay. Plays a riff. <laughs> That's Wait, so funny. Wait, that recorded I can... it then? Are you supposed to Yeah. <laughs> I completely forgot that that was plugged in. You <laughs> <laughs> so complain about George eating. Listen, I don't yeah, do that yeah. every week. This, large, this is a one-off. George eats him his meal. Green, he eats a full three-course dinner in every single recording that we yeah. do. <laughs> yeah, there was like... Uh, I was editing the <laughs> last one, and there was like... Three dishes. Five minutes of George audio that just had like different sort of clinking noises. <laughs> yes, yes, every week. <laughs> Look, I'm not eating this week, so well, yeah. that's very uh, you're welcome. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. This week, mm. you're the villain, Chaz. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, anyway. I'm always the villain, but this is, like, why I'm the villain this week. It's for a different reason than me. The Ooh. villain of podcasting. That's what they call me. They call me Chaz. Travis McElroy. Casting villain. <laughs> <laughs> we are the podcasting equivalent of the street in Newport I walked down today, which seemed to be largely controlled by a single church, but the church looked like a castle and was also a burnt-down shell. And then they were demolishing their bookshop across the street because it had huge cracks in the walls. Oh, like, yeah. Is this Fallout? <laughs> That's Newport. It's just very poor. It's a really fucking weird it's, city. Because yeah. there's like bits of it, it that really are is. incredibly wealthy. Um, That's where all the celebrities like up the, up who want hill. to work in Cardiff live. Yeah. Yeah, and there's like Celtic Manor and shit and all those sort of like weird places at the top. And then the rest of it is just like very rundown. You know what? You know what? What I can say for Newport is that I've never seen such a high quantity of chain restaurants in any other city in the UK before. In like such a small look, they, area. I, <laughs> kind of just look, they've got a Las Iguanas. They've got they've got a, a all bar one. They've got a Bella got Italia. A, they've got a Bella Italia. They've got a fucking um, Turtle Bay or whatever it's called. Did Cafe Rouge mm-hmm. go out of business? No, uh, still up. I just don't think oh, I remember seeing a Cafe Rouge in the last five that's years. That said, right, okay, so Cafe Rouge, Carluccio's, and 
Patisserie Valerie are all places that have like said that they have gone bankrupt or had massive scandals. And all three of them you can still find in mm. the Bristol Mall mm. and nowhere else. <laughs> okay, it the, says it still the Carluccio's closed down in Dorchester, but um, it kind of opened up again. Apparently his son is um, involved with it somehow. Ah, Carluccini. Cafe Rouge, for yeah. those who aren't aware, is that it's a, uh, it's a chain restaurant in the UK that's like fake French, but like fake French cafe. They're like, what? Why would you, why would you go and eat French food? You just go and buy French food? You don't know one does I just, that. I really remember French. it because in Bridget Jones in the books, like every <laughs> single chapter she goes to Cafe Rouge and drinks a bottle of wine. It's very uh-huh. funny. I was going to um, say... Very relatable you, of her. You have been listing, like, so many chain restaurants and I have no way of telling if, if you just made them up. No, they're all real. Yeah, they're all real. No, Wagamama, I did... Um, I did really I love of. you finding mm. out earlier today that Superdrug was the name of yeah. the store that we have in. Never heard of it. Mega Weed! We just don't Mega think weed. about it. I'm just like, yeah, it's Superdrug. It's where you go to get your Superdrugs and your... Yeah, I mean, it's the same way. It's fake tan. <laughs> Your your reaction of me being surprised by the name Super Drag reminded me of like how every British person, including you, reacts to when someone points out that you call everything pudding. Like they got a they got a Zitsy, they got a they got a <laughs> TGI Fridays. I love Zitsy. They got a Nando's, of course. Nando's. How can I forget fucking can't, Nando's? Can't forget a Nando's. I know Nando's. Uh, I had yeah. ananas the other day. It was delicious. I'm amazed that you managed to get one because they've had so few chickens uh, come in. Because right, hey, if you didn't know, in the UK <laughs> we have major supply issues with normal life things because we're Look, we have like train cool wreck of normal. a country and non-normal life things like blood, like blood t- Well, yeah, like <laughs> things that you need on a as a country you need on a, a pretty regular basis, like chickens and blood vials. <laughs> Um, it mm-hmm. turns out when you when you um, turn off the supply of like infinitely exploitable people that you can like force <laughs> to do horrible jobs yeah. from abroad, um, your whole supply chain falls apart and you start getting like physical supply issues as well as just people were like immigrants. I hate them. They're stealing all the jobs, and now that they've all gone, they're like, I do not want these jobs, and no one is doing. It turns the out jobs. you can't have treats without immigrants. Yeah, it mm. turns out that mm. our country is just a big exploitative like tick mm. on that, Europe. That's not why I think immigrants should be allowed in, it, but uh, <laughs> it, is, it is true. <laughs> I think they should be allowed in because I'm glad you specified. They're, they're, people yeah Yeah. well no because you do get fucking like libs people are like well oh well this person's a doctor Mm. so we gotta let them in it's they're like okay wow and their children do you know any doctors i don't want more mr like that polish lame in less doctors are awful just a guy let him in he wants to he wants to like do it do he wants to i don't know what he wants to do work at a bar fine who cares yeah, it, it's just it's. Yeah, Britain's kind of Britain's fucked. Also, fucked. we have a we have an energy crisis. Yeah, now that, as there's well. a gas crisis um, as well. Yeah. So, um, which uh, nearly <laughs> shut down the food supply chain because you know, all of the CO two producers stopped producing CO two because the energy was too expensive, which like led to supply shortages in other things. So, you might say it's sort of like cascading system failure. Yeah, you might say that. You might too. also say that we're bringing back Britain's sovereignty. You could so, say that we're yeah. thinking of British values 
And I, for one, welcome the Prime Minister's uh, need to get rid of the cheeky Nando's, (laughs) but I think he should go a step further and ban them as a chain restaurant, as they cause too much anti-social (laughs) behaviour. I do do like that you're kind of gone into an Australian Keir Starmer mode. That was fun. I'm Keir Starmer. I I welcome the Prime Minister. Hello, I'm Keystone. This is a great Australian. But I think you should wreck off me, you. Mm. I welcome this bit that we're doing, but um, I would encourage us to go further and make Yanosh completely ostracised from the conversation. Um, uh, anyway, that's, that's uh, UK news. Yeah, yeah, speaking of Keir, like speaking of Keir, speaking of speaking of people who support Keir Stammer, um, me, Keir, I Keir, Keir Stammer, yeah. Speaking of people who would quit the Labour Party because of Jeremy Corbyn, but then come back when Keir Starmer takes over. Yeah, I mean, I, the thing is, I actually did kind of... I quit the Labour Party under Corbyn because I was like, this is fucked. Uh, and then I, after it all fell apart, I learned more why it was fucked. Yeah. And mm. I was like, oh shit, I left for the wrong reasons, but I'm still staying out. Yeah. I, didn't I never joined for Keir. because I didn't I'm a do it for Keir. and I'm a, I'm a real... I'm a real leftist who would never be a I, member of the Labour Party. So. Real leftist joined. brackets makes podcasts. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I never joined, but my Unite membership, when I joined up, I was like, oh, I'll, yeah, there's an option to give a percentage of your membership fee to the Labour Party, and I have since taken away that percentage. <laughs> we do have... Well, but you need hardworking staffers who are all the... Like all those hardworking staffers are losing your jobs ju- merely because, um, merely because they the, internally they collapsed. They tanked the finances by destroying oh. its popularity. Nearly <laughs> because they kicked out a bunch of members of their own people for no real reason because they wanted to get rid of anyone who was vaguely left wing. <laughs> you might say that's like cutting off your own foot for no real reason, apart from like aesthetic mm. purposes. But I couldn't possibly comment. I or to um, or to like wind down democracy in choosing the Labour leader uh, by taking it back to a electoral college system, thereby meaning that MPs have thousands of times more voting power than a member. I'm gonna be completely <laughs> honest. I have tapped over to Twitter and just looking at that and like checking the Discord messages and new things that are happening there because I could not follow that at all. <laughs> like talking yeah. of melt actors. Um, uh, did, you, did any of you see Eddie Marsan's tweet about um, how he hates pubs because when he was a teen, uh, when he was young, the only people who went to pubs were men who will beat their wives, so he hates pubs and he likes dinner parties That's instead. So and then men he says dinner about, parties. Like, is he a class traitor? And I'm like, what? <laughs> men at dinner parties never beat their wives. It's a deranged yeah, no, never. famously. It's just a deranged statement. <laughs> you ever see Boris Johnson at a pub and he's never had any intimate partner violence accusations against him. Could, no. no. I want to hear who's up to host Saturday Night Live. Boris uh, Johnson. No, it's going to be Pete Buttigieg. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Pete who? Buttigieg. Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg. There's no wrong... Buttigieg. The thing is that there's no wrong way to say it because he just changes it based on what he thinks will get him the most, like, ease of votes. So you can just, uh-huh. like, pronounce however you want. Is it him, though? No. It's who is it? Owen Wilson for the first week and then second uh-huh. week Kim Kardashian West 
Oh, she's so fuck. charismatic. Yeah. I can't wait for her to do a comedy routine. Oh, no, I do. I'm so Fucking hell. I want to see if her, like... To see her included in the sketches. I want to see if it'll be as good as fucking Courtney was in He's All That. I just... Yeah. Have you, you, like, seen Kim Kardashian on a video reading off a script before? And I'm not talking Um, about keeping up with the Kardashians, because I know it's semi-scripted, because it's a reality TV show, but, like, actually reading off a script. No, I have only seen... I have only seen bits where... Because the thing is, even when she's just, like, being interviewed, she doesn't seem natural at all. No. Nah. She... she her entire thing seems to be, like, staying the most neutral face yeah. facial expression that she can do. It's um, eerie. Well, that's... That that's, may not be a choice. Yeah. Oh, no, that's true. <laughs> that's what I think, because it's like when I saw... A f- if you... I was reading this thing and it said that their faces are created to look good in static images. So that's why they look kind of yeah. weird in moving images. Great. <laughs> <laughs> that's like just insane. <laughs> Very funny, but People can I get that surgery if they want, but damn it's pretty weird. No, this is a mis- is this is a misogynistic podcast and we are judging the Kardashians for what they have created. I, am. I mean it's lucrative. I am judging the Kardashians for what they've created. <laughs> they they can cope with the it. They'll be fine. The Kardashians are there to be judged. Like that's that's, that's one so of their roles they f- they fulfill in society, I think. You could say it's like mm. the narrativization of celebrity lives in order to gain like an emotional reaction from their audience, you know. I would say mm-hmm. that, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm not gonna come out and defend the Kardashians for what they've done to like society standards. Yeah, because <laughs> it's it's really bad, actually. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Well, at least uh, they weren't involved in the OJ trial. <laughs> I mean, they were. They were children. <laughs> they were just children. Um, very very weird that that was connected. I. <laughs> celebrities come from somewhere it was it was a big moment for me when i realized that the kardashians the oj trial and caitlin jenner are like all the same thing yeah yeah and she runs ran someone over with a car or she hit them in a car i can't remember yeah she She, no she hit someone with a car and i think they died yeah so they did yeah yeah of course, she's an icon. Um, okay. <laughs> Doesn't she want to be Republican governor? Of yes, of California. Yes. Uh, anyway. <laughs> okay, let's go in. Let's get into this into this thing. Um. <clears throat> Uh, who watches the watch a discord podcast about reading and watching discord properties for the fun of it uh grab your jingle bells and strap on your pig-shaped sex mask because today we're talking about the tv version of hogfather oink oink uh oink. <laughs> i'm your host Chaz, and you don't want you don't want to know what's in my wardrobe <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm your host, Robin, and having a very holly jolly Wednesday. <laughs> in other words, ending in Ollie. Mm-hmm. 
Hmm. My name is Janos. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, my name is George. Uh, I'm the only host of this podcast to be supporting, funding, and arming the um, Corsica National Liberation Front. <laughs> But unfortunately, I've only been able to procure the gun that gives you... I've I've only been able to secure the gun for them uh, that causes Havana Syndrome. So loads of French policemen have just been feeling kind of ill and a bit bit squiffy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I have Havana Syndrome. Um, Mm -hmm. I also have Havana Syndrome. Le Syndrome Havana. (laughs) Oui. I have Hanavana syndrome because I can't stop listening to Camila Cabello's hit song <laughs> Havana. Oh my god. Damn. She's uh, such a bad singer. I think I've said this on like every yeah. episode in the last three wait weeks. Until you, wait until awful. you hear her sing in Cinderella. I can't like, wait. Are you saying that the that the rise of autotune is a norm in lots of popular music <laughs> may may not produce the best singers in the world? Listen, I'm going to say, I don't care if you can't sing and continue to sing. I like plenty of bands where the singer can't fucking sing. Otherwise, literally, how would I go to an AJJ concert? Yeah. Um, (laughs) But then again... like, why would uh, you go to an AJJ concert? Well, but then... Like AJJ don't pretend that they're good singers. No, but like... Or go on to like... Not even... You know, autotune can be good. Like, I like... There's good stuff that has autotune in it, yeah. you know. It's just I mean, maybe I don't want to not... get I don't want to get too technical, but there's yeah. just different between autotune and pitch correction in the way. All right. <laughs> the point this, is, I mean, it sounds like you're getting too technical to me. Okay, sorry, I know that was very complicated. That I wish I could pitch correct you all the way down so we couldn't hear you. You can use it to like to pitch this. correct, more <laughs> like bitch correct. I like what Sylvia Stevens does. That's right, misogyny time. But like, I'm just saying the type of singing that she does, the type of like pop stuff that she does, just like really doesn't mesh with like what you'd want from a musical, I guess. Especially not mm. if your if your voice is supposed to like blend together well with the no. male singer who is also not uh, great, uh, but for for in an entirely different way. But it's funny though, because like she tries to do like the same kind of vocal riffs that Christine Aguilera yeah. does mm. in like burlesque, and I, I love burlesque. Is it perfect? No. Christine is a very good singer though. She's an incredible singer, but yeah. like the fact that she can do those while you know running up and down the stage, like she she works really that. hard on her voice training and like breath training, and it shows. And Camila Cabello has just not done that. And has lived for years off people telling her, like, oh, my God, you're the next Shakira. And it's like, yeah. no. Christina is, like, a good example of, to me for the, for how someone can be technically a very good singer and I just still don't care for any of their music. She's uh, the next next Shakira in the same way that Chukar Amuno was the next, uh, was the British Obama, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he probably was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> yes, but very electorally successful, just like a bomb. <laughs> well, we watched a movie, but... and it's not we Cinderella. A we watched a movie. 
How do we want to? Uh, how do we want to discuss this movie? Do we want to do some wait, film discussion questions, or do we want to discuss? We're we supposed to generally? watch a movie. Okay. <laughs> Let's do film discussion. Yeah, we we'll watched a movie, discussion. and it's called okay. Dune. Great movie. I really liked it. Okay. It's weird <laughs> that it's only half of a story, but like, it's fine. I guess. I guess it's like you know, it's it's a, it does a great job at adapting a book that is like very hard to adapt. Mm-hmm. We watched Hogfather. We watched Hogfather, which, which, which doesn't is technically not a movie. Technically not. It's also in two parts, though, just like Dune, and it's also adapting mm. a book that I'm not sure is. <laughs> I'm not sure is it uh, is an easy or good choice to adapt, but. You know. I think it was better than it's better choice than Color of Magic and Light Fantastic. I think a, it's. Yes. I agree. I think it's both better and worse uh, to edit because ah. like color. I mean, Color of Magic, Light Fantastic has the advantage that it's like the first book of a series. So also, like you this, don't need to follow the plot because there isn't one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it had um, it had Tim Curry. It had Tim That's Curry. That's true. This I one mean, didn't I'm, have I'm not Tim saying Curry, it's, so it loses points for not having Tim. Yeah, Curry. I'm not saying Color of Magic is better than this movie. I'm just saying. Color of Magic makes more sense to adapt than Hawkfighter right. does with no previous Discworld movies. Like, there's there's a bit in the... I also watched the behind-the-scenes featurette um, the whole hog. about this movie called The Whole Hog, and there's a bit where the director says, as soon as I read my hog. first Discworld book, I knew I was gonna adapt it, Pretty and Hawkfighter just, is just such a natural choice because everyone can relate to and understand it. <laughs> Because yeah, it's such I, simple. I to the Hogfather. Because it's about the simple concept of what is belief. It's about yeah. what is belief, and Christmas is a pig, and also there's the Tooth Fairy Kingdom, and there's a fucked up guy, and he's telling you to put the teeth in a circle, and also there's some wizards, and there's like a god of hangover, and Susan's here, and she's like a woman. Um, it's such a simple story to understand. Yeah. Like, She's granddaughter's death. Death of the grand. It's it's so simple. We have <laughs> to say things. We have to say things Daughter's quite a lot in the film where we go, "Oh, this the castle of bones where the Hogfather lives." Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. And so, oh my, I'm the grandfather. I'm death's granddaughter. This is uh, we're the wizards. If you're the chair of indefinite studies, how come you can't do a magical thing? So, I I do a agree that this is probably not an obvious choice to adapt coming at it from like a a new reader slash watcher slash discworld enjoyer which i don't know how long i can call myself that for um i don't think it's for general audiences because i was watching it and i think i've said on here before that i watched some of it at christmas one time yeah yeah and i was the sobriety of any given english person on christmas is is you know not up limited not up to watching this and understanding it which i didn't and i don't really remember which bit that i watched yeah so i yeah i don't think it's for non-book audiences but i did really like it (laughs) yeah i think i think these uh do kind of need some level of knowledge about the story or Discworld in general uh, before yeah. watching to make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. I think they're both kind of bad choices. I think Hogfather makes mm, more sense because I, I think it's easier to adapt a straight story. But yeah. I, I think just choosing one that was less, because like when we talked about the book, we said there's quite a lot of like 
Remember this guy? Here's a cameo. Ah, oh, remember this thing? Oh, it's, it's like a victory lap of concepts that he's introduced yeah. before. Um, or if you did something like even Mort would be easier because it's very expansive. Mort would work. But then no also, problem. I don't think it's a very. Not sure if the story would work. I think I would say it's that a bit I thin, think, maybe. I think Mort would work better. I think if you start with a story that's thin, you can yeah. pad it. Mort, I would have this is three hours long. I would have adapted um, all the watch books into one sort of series, which takes elements uh-huh. from all the watch books. Um, okay. Yeah, it's weird are you how gonna, nobody like, can quite do it right. <laughs> like, are you going to like leave room for the characters to develop no. or over the series? Okay. No, I think no. I think that would confuse people. So instead, I'm just going to assume that the characters have already been through their character yeah. development, apart from would you, one character. Would you also co-opt um, symbols of resistance <laughs> to police authority? No, I don't uh, understand. I don't understand what that means. So I wouldn't mm. do that. But what I would do is I'd say, well, what if um, Sybil was Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Mm. Ah, yeah. I'm just putting. And it- also kind of evil. <laughs> I just think that being like, if she if she was like Rorschach, I think that would be really cool. It's like, hear me out, hear me out. What me if out. we did what fascist Sybil? <laughs> I just think it would be like a really interesting thing for the audience to go, huh? Maybe when think there is loads of crime, being a vigilante is good. What if accepting homophobia was, um, or transphobia rather, or one of those, uh, one of the phobias, what if accepting that was actually a superpower? Yeah, it's unclear if it's homophobia or transphobia, right? Like, that is, <laughs> that, 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 that is or, the thing that acceptance. I noticed. I mean, it's I not. It's about it's like how it's, <laughs> like, cool to be to yeah. be gay slash trans slash one of those things, you know, when you're, like, weird but sexually... Um, <laughs> it's, about, it's about one of literally, those. Literally, yeah. Uh, but it's gonna be magic I, because you're like fabulous. Yeah. Y- yes, queen. I mean, this yeah. might seem like an Go obvious off. question to ask, but I have to ask it. Um, okay. If you did this adaptation, would you include an exposition desert? Um, <laughs> I wasn't, but now you said that, I'm like, that's a really good <laughs> idea. What if there was like a psychic <laughs> desert where they went through and each of them, it like revealed their backstory and that would save us having to do like a bunch of episodes yeah. that were like. Diff- flashbacks in across different episodes, and instead we could just have all the flashbacks in yeah. one episode. The classic. Yeah, I don't think that would be wearing on the audience or, at all. No, the audience would like it. I sure hope yeah. no one gets yeah. mad about this TV series because I've really put a lot of my heart into it. <laughs> I, I'm sure the fan base won't be alienated. Yeah. No, I, I, mean, I, I know Terry Pratchett fans, like and they're all very reasonable people. So I'm excited fury. to get to know them on a more personal <laughs> level and have them talk to me online. I will say this about honestly. Every other adaptation with it, other than the Watch TV series, I will say this for all of them. It is, it is extremely hard to imagine someone getting mad about the Hawkfighter TV movie, mm. <laughs> or, no, or you, even no, like the Weird Sisters animated movie. Like I just can't imagine someone getting mad at those. No, can, they're extremely they, straight too, adaptions. Yeah, exactly. I think the one thing that I noticed was that they didn't have um, the bursar in it. But I don't think that there's like a Discworld Bursa fan club who's like... They did have the Bursa. But not in the way that he is in the book. Like, there's no... no. There's no yeah. mention of dried frog pills. He's not like... <laughs> Awful. A disrespecting they cut the of They cut the librarian, which I could imagine someone get like slightly grumpy about. But I can't imagine them getting straight up mad. 
I mean, like, not gonna lie, they'd have either done something like they did in Color of Magic yeah. later on, where the librarian is a guy in a orangutan suit, or they'd have done like they did with the hogs in this movie and have very, very bad CGI. I love the CGI. I think <laughs> very, it's so very good. good I love it. I, I it's done by it, the visual but... effects team of Harry Potter, so... Well, well yeah, and have you seen the first Harry Potter recently? Yeah, no. Not recently, of course not. Yeah, there's all these cool dudes in a bank, and uh, they look really good. <laughs> That's all practical effects, Josh. No, there's like the CGI oh, Neville in the first thing, where he's like falling off the broom, and he just becomes like a like the worst computer animated person you've ever <laughs> seen in your entire life when he falls to the yeah. ground. <laughs> the thing about this movie, though, I mean, there's several things about this movie, and we will talk about all the things about Talk Father that there are. Um, yeah, all of them. But w- one of the things, ass. like, like just, just like talking about like body. good or bad adaptation or choices, this one would have, I think this one would have benefited oh. from like, not quite the watch level, but like some, I think you could have like, I don't know, I don't know if you could have cut down the Hawkfather in a way that it makes sense to newcomers, because it is like, I think that the I thing think- that it hinges on to me as the, is that, that that you kind of have to like know the character of death and the character of Susan and like mm. you know like the central characters so like that that doesn't quite work I feel like you could have had the Hawk wizards the or something relies on that as well yeah. Susan, Susan I think is quite self-explanatory really yeah I she's fine I, I'd say they could have cut like the wizard stuff the, yeah, yeah a significant amount of the wizard stuff like the stuff about the bathroom yeah. Oh, that was so unnecessary. It doesn't need to be there, especially <laughs> yeah. as it doesn't have the orangutan organ thing at the end. So we don't, we have, don't like, know who funny... Bloody Stupid Johnson is just from watching no, it... this, so you don't get the joke. No, they, exactly. they, do, they, they, they do explain, they explain it. They explain it. That's the best comment joke. Yeah, one way to tell it, they explain it. They go, he was mad, he'd made nothing that works, and then they do the potato peeler bit where he's like, what about the potato peeler? And he's like, oh, the thing that says manicure device. He's like, ah, oh, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, there's there's, yeah, there's so a lot they... of good things about this, but I think the the main failures are like basically exactly the same as the Color of Magic's main failures. And it's that, yeah. I mean, it's the same director. And I think it really shows. I think Vadim Jean <laughs> just doesn't, doesn't get how to, how to get performances of his actors out that is like funny and that work together with each other like a lot of the characters seem like they don't talk to each other i disagree with you (laughs) i don't know i think i i just enjoyed it i was like i found it fun it has some like odd moments that and you're right like that were the same in the color of magic like the weird cadences of speech yeah Yeah. it always seems off and i don't know how yeah. Yeah, the slight like gaps after yeah. people speak. Yes, where yes, that's what I mean. You there's, as a reader, that's are more like, of an editing. Yeah, I think it's like the editing is just really weird. Um, like there's bits where it will like go, like a bit, especially at the beginning where it's cutting between Susan with the kids and um, tea time and his crew, where the scenes are just very short and it cuts yeah. between them like a lot of times with like almost no like real like establishment and it's just very strange. There's no, like, sense of momentum there, I think, or there's no, like, logic why they would cut at exactly yeah, those yeah, points. Yeah, I think the editing is very strange. I think it's <laughs> fun, though. I, like, I still enjoy it, even. I've just seen it so many times, but I, I like, you know, mm. I'm like, ah, oh, it's Christmas. 
I love, to see, I love I seeing my friends. I don't have the um, the same like nostalgia that Chaz might have for it. Yeah, and I really resented having to watch this for like the first like <laughs> hour of it, and I was just like, for fuck's sake, I and can't it, believe I'm watching another one of these. It it's, is like three hours it, as well. I, yeah, I will say it did sort of pick up. I think it, yeah, it, I it enjoyed it more towards the end. Yeah, the, the first episode drags quite a lot. I think. Yeah, yeah. I it made me feel really festive. Like I'm probably gonna rewatch this closer to Christmas. Yeah, we can um, we can rewatch it together. Right? I would love that. I would love that. It, it didn't make me feel very Christmassy. Oh, well. <laughs> even when it's like like chi- tiny child Albert who's got his nose against the window, and then like Terry Pratchett is the guy in the shop. And I like, like that. Bit. I mean, I that knew was, it was Terry Christmas. Pratchett. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So stupid. Holy <laughs> 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 I will say Terry, Pr- but it's very oh, charming, right? Like that bit. I think that bit yeah. is incredibly charming because Terry Pratchett can't act for his life. And no, he says so in the he says in the making of documentary that I have approximately twenty seven words I have to say, and I'm dreading it. Like he's, he's, he was, but he was he was like both very excited to do this, but also like dreading the acting part, and he was like really stressed out by the acting process. He said like the most wonderful words. My favorite part of the whole thing was when they said "cut." <laughs> That's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> but it's think, charming. Um, like I think it's it's a charming cameo. It's uh it's it's a good it is, yeah. it's a good moment yeah, of yeah, it's it's Terry. And that's I mean that's the most positive thing I can say about it. Watching the documentary kind of helped me understand that is that genuinely it seems like everyone involved in this is incredibly excited to do yeah. this. It has like the, si- the kind of charm that you have of watching like a community theater production. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, it does. It does remind me of yeah. like Amdram, kind of. Or yeah. Only it's professional dram, yeah. pro dram. I think it's. I mean, just the nature of the story is so like Amdram in terms of like the conversations between characters, and mm. I mean that's why they work it better as plays, isn't it? Because it's more wordy rather than like action heavy, which is yeah. I think why again, I, like I, I said before, it's hard to adapt as a as a. Yeah, I think though. circling back, it is adaption issues in Discord are huge mm. because I'm not going to say it's un- un- unadaptable but you have to um, do a lot so much of, work, of it I think yeah. you almost have to rewrite yeah. it yeah you have to change so much of it and then to do that and preserve the spirit of the of the books yeah. and the humor and wisdom and whatever um and not and do that, to do that well and also to not like enrage the fan base yeah, very hard. I don't think it's possible. I <laughs> maybe, genuinely maybe impossible. I yeah. genuinely think it might be inadaptable because yeah. because Terry's tone is so specific. His voice is so recognizable that if you mm. if you actually go at it with like a butcher's knife and try to cut out as much stuff or streamline it as well as you can to actually make it like functional as a film or a series, you're gonna you're gonna lose that voice. Like yeah, yeah. I, I don't think you can write Terry jokes for a screen very well. I think you you to to get I mean to actually get all of the jokes you'd have to include a narrator which Yeah, which I'd, again is like good omens. It's like why good omens is annoying. Yeah. yeah I mean this one like, had a narrator and it didn't have a work. narrator listen to the audiobook, you know, if you <laughs> Yeah. The audiobook narrator is in this movie. Is he? Yeah. I'm again Both of them I, I think cuz from from what I gathered, 
Nigel Ray- Raymond? something Raymond? Plater. Nigel Nigel Plater Slater, something like Nigel that. Pla- Nigel Planer. Nigel Planer plays uh, Sydney and the auditors. Uh, and he he apparently reads most of the audiobooks. And then Tony Robinson reads the abridged audiobooks. And he's also in this. Uh, that's very good. And I think both of them worked really well in this movie. Like uh, I Yeah. I love the audio they actually, so much. Tony they, Robinson's abridged audio books, they started out as unabridged ones, but they had to cut out all of the bits where he just went, Jeremy Corbyn, <laughs> over and over again. So they ended up as abridged. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. how to segue into, uh, or, or how to how to bring up his uh, stance on the Labour Party in an organic Don't way. Don't worry, so. I did it. I can shoehorn it in anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say about I... the audiobooks, Robin? Uh, I just I really like them. I mean, Tony I haven't listened to Robinson. Tony Robinson once. Um, <laughs> Tony Robinson. But I like so in the audiobooks, um, Ponda Stibbons is Welsh, and watching this where he's not Welsh, I was like, well, that was a mistake. <laughs> Don't worry, the he God sh- of Hangovers is Welsh instead. No, I liked that. <laughs> he's great. He's really good. Go on, I'm bloody hangover. <laughs> I wish I was dead. I wish he was dead. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> but I I was kind of upset to watch this and not hear Ponda Sibbins talking with a Welsh accent, but it's fine. I can let it go. The audiobooks <laughs> are still there. I think it's because the audience wouldn't believe that Wales could produce a scientist. Yeah, it's it's classic anti-Welsh uh, prejudice. Yeah, should we, that's the English for you. I think we should yeah, like bastards. Maybe a way to attempt to talk about this is just like try to talk about the individual bits, the individual like characters storylines and see how well they worked because i think there are some like especially with the with the casting there's like some that work that that are like really well cast or like some bits that i quite enjoyed and others that i don't think worked at all in a in a major way i think the biggest the biggest casting thing that didn't work to me at all was unfortunately death's voice really i didn't like really? his voice why it's like don't... every death voice to me yeah. yeah it feels like to me it feels like it reminds me of christopher lee in a way that it draws attention to how much he's not christopher lee like it's it just feels he just feels more like a weary old man in a way that like it doesn't quite have the power of it it's i don't I... I don't, I don't know. Like I, just, I don't have any issue I with that. I genuinely thought it it was Christopher no. Lee until the opening credits came <laughs> on, and I was like, "Oh, he's doing a great Christopher Lee impression." <laughs> I I I really liked Death in this. This the thing okay. is, it's not a Christopher Lee because he did it first. Yeah, and he no. did it again in Color of Magic. Like they got to, they got Christopher Lee back for Color of Magic. It was just in this one, which it was. Wait, no. This was the first one. This was the first guy. This is the first yeah. one they produced. No, they did the, the, the they did the cartoons. Oh, they had Christopher. Yeah. Oh, because Christopher Lee's in those, yeah. isn't yeah. he? Uh, but I, I don't know. I think because I found the book confusing. Yeah, confusing mm. and a bit muddled plot wise. Still really good, but this watching this <laughs> made it make made more me, sense. Made it make more sense. Interesting. Made me like it more. Made me more emotionally attached to it. Um, I had an easier time understanding what was going on watching this than I did reading it. Whether that's just me, I mean, probably, but like, I I liked it. I like this movie. 
I, I, I think death is it's, good. I really like death in this. That's good. Death's yeah, good, me too. I think. I, I like death and Albert. I like their scenes together. I think they work really well. I love uh, Albert's really good. His lines are I like very singing Roller's own. It's great. Yeah, Albert, it's is, like, Albert is great. Um, I was going to say that's one of the one I didn't know that David Jason was famous uh, and it turned out it's because he's only famous in the UK uh, yeah that's yeah. most people in the UK who are famous yeah but like <laughs> even even out of the I, I don't think there's a single like British sitcom that or like British TV show that has such a discrepancy be- between how well known it is in Britain and outside of Britain than only Fools and Horses like that it's probably because yeah. it's a bit older yeah it's pre-internet. It's pre-Tiaboos, right? yeah. 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 Yeah, but I didn't know he was in that one. That. So I was like the in... enduring one. Uh, I was really surprised that David Jason is the first credited person in this one. And then, of course, I uh, George said, oh, because only Fools and Horses is popular. So I was like, oh, that makes sense. Extremely, yeah. But even when I watched the behind-the-scenes feature, they were also talking about how... Uh, Oh, it was such a delight to get, like, he, he, he said, this is kind of what the director said, right? He says, uh, when fantasy productions, of course, uh, you have to, you need so much of a budget for, like, the effects and the scope of it that you can't really dream of getting really big name actors. So it was such a joy to get David Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Well, because he was in, like, every single UK comedy in, like, the 90s. Uh, like the 80s to the 90s yeah yeah so, so he's big name uk yeah. but it's like, like nowhere every else. single sitcom i, like, I will no say heard of. as somebody who hasn't really heard of him or watched any of his stuff before that is a very funny sentence you'd <laughs> 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 yeah. be like what I mean, that's just yeah that's just culture shock stuff i suppose yeah, yeah. i mean i've never heard of any german actors so <laughs> yeah there aren't any <laughs> There aren't any. There aren't any. The, the Germans have never I made a movie. Make, they haven't made films. Yeah, I'm going to make the first German movie. They haven't discovered films yet. <laughs> <laughs> you probably, yeah, you probably haven't heard of any uh, German actors. When you watch, no. uh, when you watch, when you watch Dune, you don't recognize that Jürgen Prochnow is a legendary German actor. Ah, I, I've never heard of He's him. He's in Das Boot. Das Boot. Uh, oh, I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I, I've definitely watched Das Boot. Um, das boot, innit? Das boot. <laughs> the boot. The boot. The yeah. boot. The um, boot. I've definitely watched das the boot. Das boot was made for walking. Um. <laughs> I've watched the boot, um, but I don't remember anybody <laughs> who was in boot. that. I've watched yeah. Das boot. The funniest but... thing in Das boot is that one of the main characters is played by Herbert Grunemeyer, who is not a... I... <laughs> He's Very not funny. a famous. He's not a famous German actor. I don't think he has acted in much, but he's one of the most famous German Schlager singers. Like his. Oh, nice. Uh, but most famous German what singers? Schlager. Yeah. That's like Schlager is like German a term for like a specific type of German pop music. Ah. And, Cheesy I mean, German. Herbert Grönemeyer is kind of the type who tr- even transcends Schlager and all is almost just pop music because he's so popular. Like. Mm. He's he's genuinely like one of the three or four most well-known names across Germany, but not for acting in something like like it's really weird to actually see see it, it's it's the same effect as like seeing David Bowie act in some of his movies where like oh, I was gonna second. say like Harry Styles uh, and yeah, yeah yeah that's that's more accurate actually yeah is there any good German music 
There he is. I yeah. like some. <laughs> Have the Germans invented yes. music yet? Yeah. There's no German. There isn't go. any German music. No. <laughs> they haven't done music. They haven't discovered it. So uh, do you remember that Louise Mensch? There's a tweet that lives in my brain. Is Louise Mensch like when everyone was like extremely mad about Russia, which they still are, but they're less so now. Yeah. And during like early Trump presidency, mm. there was like a Louise Mensch tweet about how like. Russia was worthless and had never produced any culture like the West. And I was like, the fuck are you talking about? That's so funny. <laughs> no Russian... No, There's no Russian like books Several of the most plays. famous composers or, or like, playwrights. <laughs> <laughs> Novelists. I would say, as much as I, like, I... I, I as much as Death's, Death's voice didn't work for me, I still liked the, like... I liked the way... I liked the physical performance, I think. It's very funny, um, I think. Which was a different guy, which is just a, they they just had a really tall Dutch guy. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I saw the Dutch guy dress up in a death costume, but I I, I even like the costume. Like I think it's great, uh, great practical costume. Uh, I really like the the hog father costume with the fur and like the leather yeah. gloves. I thought it was cool. I like the little hog teeth yeah. that he has. Mm. He's I mean, ge- nice. generally, I think the costumes, the set designs are all like really well. I like the well music. Done. I thought the music was fun. I thought the music, was, like... I, there was a little too much of wacky music in it for me. Oh, hi. Yeah, but it's a wacky story. I like the wacky music. I don't. I think it's. Fun. I don't think it elevates the... jokes when there's wacky music playing in the background. Oh, those. Yes, it does. I like like I like the sort of like the ooh music or like every time there'd be like weird synths. It was like labyrinth style since when it when it changed scenes mm-hmm. i was like that's pretty good mr t time i will a, say a, like a little theme <laughs> talk about... that was quite fun yeah oh true um let's talk about, about mr. T let's timing. talk about no, the elephant no, in the room. let's talk about the cinematography i think the <laughs> shot of the salt the hog father resurrected <laughs> standing up and greeting the sun fucking it got me. That, that is pure cinema. I did think I that it. was like genuinely inspired in a way that the rest of the cinematography... It's, it has like decent cinematography all over. But like that one shot mm. seemed like it was like from an entirely different movie. <laughs> I want to so, talk about I want to watch time. that movie. Um, it was great. I can't... I... Yeah, let's talk about... <laughs> so I'm going on to Tumblr I can't believe... <laughs> I cannot believe that Tumblr is an entry. Ripped off his entire performance in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory <laughs> from this one guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so in the behind the scenes... Mark Warren what? says... You better not reveal anything terrible about that. Let's go, let's go back a little Warren. bit more in the behind the scenes, where the, act, where the director says, oh, you know, there were a lot of people. He says, you know, first, first person they cast was Death's voice. Second person they... Uh, th- th- that was like a guy he immediately knew that he wants to have him as Death. Um, he wants to have David Jason. And then, then he said, well, for the rest of them, we, sent, we had auditions. You know, as movie productions work. And he says, uh, as, as soon as Mike Warren came in, he did something very brave. Uh, he did some very brave choices in his acting that, uh, that immediately sold me. And he, he like really went out there um, and that, that immediately sold me on his, his take on Tia, tia Taimi. And that's, you know, that, com- that convinced me and we, uh, we basically didn't cast Tea Time any longer. And then it cuts to Mark Warren saying... <laughs> Well, I just came out of Charlie of the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> it's 
It's very <laughs> funny. I do love that he went with an American voice, and I, I get like what he's. Yeah, like he's going for like a childish like a kind American of yeah. high pitch creep. Well, also, it, it appeals yeah. to the natural um, yankophobia of the yeah. British populace. That's an they hear an American voice and they're like, ooh, uh, mm, wrong. Like the opposite yeah. of American films from the like, 60s. Yeah, the, the, the exact thing it says about his own performance is that uh, I ripped off Johnny Depp quite a lot. Yeah, Johnny Depp But I also added a funny that. voice. <laughs> Hell yeah. No. It's um, no. It's very funny because I distinctly remember reading... Okay, so there's this magazine that comes out in the UK called The Radio Times that has like articles about TV shows and stuff that's coming on in like the next week. And every Christmas they do like a really big one with like all the Christmas specials and everything that's going on. And I used to read it every single year. And I distinctly remember this like big article with the guy who plays Tea Time talking about like playing Tea Time. And they had all these like, he was also doing some sort of vampire thing and they had all these like sexy pictures of him just like sitting like in various poses being like an evil gentleman. <laughs> and that it just really seared into my mind. <laughs> Yeah, sounds like it. Was that? This is a formative experience. Yeah, he's kind of. He's, I found him kind of creepy when I was a kid. I was like, it's pretty creepy. Honestly, Tea Time's performance totally worked yeah. on me. Like, I think, I think it was, it was, it was very so much okay. a performance <laughs> that like really goes for it in a way that it's like, it's how do I put it? Like, I, I don't Deranged. think it's like a good. I wouldn't call it a good performance necessarily mm. it's very much like Effective. a cliched it's, like it's a, sta- it's a guy. stage performance or it's the like kind of performance you get on a stage it yeah. is a it is a stage performance yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it he's twisted it worked like he's it, he was it was entertaining like the all the tea time like I, I think i think my biggest issue with this is just like pacing stuff and like it having no sense of momentum for most of it the tea time scenes very I good they always had my, had my attention pitch you all an idea that I've just thought of. <laughs> okay. Please. It's gonna be, so I, I want to do a movie called The Hog Squad. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Okay, um, sounds and good. I'm just yeah. thinking about casting here. Hog like, squad. we can work on the plot later. That's fine. I mean, I want the movie to be, like, dark as fuck. Like, not, like, thematically, like, visually. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I Which want Jared Leto. Like- <laughs> very dark, yes. As tea time. Oh, oh I was, <laughs> was going to say his his um, character design <laughs> with a twisted tattoo on his forehead. I want Emma Stone. I want Emma Stone in her meaning to makeup as Susan. Yeah, it sounds really good. Um, this is, I'm, that's I'm not enough. I'm on board so far. Um, <laughs> I, th- I know. Mm. Just put in, just put in like yeah. Jack Skellington's death. Yeah, um, but like that that exact puppet from mm-hmm. uh, from from that, that that's gonna Christmas, hit the hot topic audience. Yeah, it's into live action scenes. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's all gonna hit the hot topic audience. They love this shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, the idea of having tea time, but he's got damage <laughs> have- across his face. <laughs> so fucking funny. <laughs> it's 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 gotta have like. One of those. Like, I want to know how I got this eye. <laughs> I was just about to make that. <laughs> well, I didn't steal it because you hadn't said it yet. No, so. no, you didn't. 
great great mind <laughs> look he does a he does a ridiculous voice but he keeps with it for the entire movie <laughs> Yeah, and he really throws himself into it. You never like, you don't feel like he's half-heartedly yeah. doing like a fucked-up guy. He's like, really, I buy his. Oh, performance for sure, like, yeah. Fucked-up guy who's twisted. Yeah, I will say I hated this guy. Yeah, I hated this actor he, in Doctor Who when he was on was Doctor he, Who. I thought he was very bad. Was that. he in I the episode what with the Absorbaloff? Where, yeah, because I remember that yes. this was the episode that they got kids oh. to design the monster. But it does Absolutely. end with like his yes. girlfriend yeah, getting absorbed into a pavement slab, and then him holding her up to the camera. And they're like, "Oh, relationship yeah. is flourishing," yeah. and we even have a sex life. He literally I says fuck that. a pavement slab. Yeah, Wait, yeah it's, a, it's it's where a woman becomes a pavement slab, and then sucks sucks a guy's dick. But it's not <laughs> getting sucked off by a pavement off slab. By a that, pavement slab. <laughs> fun fact. <laughs> That's what I want these days. Mm. This is like because I used to That's really fine. be into Doctor Who um, uh-huh. when I was at Tiabu, um, and that episode indirectly the reason for <laughs> Stephen Moffat. Let me explain. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stephen Moffat already wrote like episodes for for the first two seasons, right? For the first, and and like his his season one episodes were the ones with with Captain Jack, so he might have gotten his his career either way but he he said in later interview he said about so so the season two episode love and monsters which has the absorber off and mark warren yeah incredibly cr- incredibly no hated episode mm. everybody hates it written by russell t davis the showrunner but still like one of the worst episodes of the show of the show like i think up to today even though the show <laughs> has become much worse than it was um yeah. And it was also one of the episodes where the Doctor was barely in. Because for the first few seasons of Doctor Who, they always had one episode where the Doctor like, was barely in. So yeah. it worked with shooting schedules easier. Yeah. Uh, and Stephen Moffat always turned in his scripts very late. <laughs> and he said he felt bad for it in the first two, that in the first two seasons. He always turned in his scripts like past the deadline. So he said, fine. He said to Russell T. Davis, fine. For the next season, I will take the episode that everyone hates. The 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 one that has barely any Doctor in it. That episode right. ended up being Blink, which is it's like the most beloved scary. Doctor Who episode. Yeah, yeah. And that gave Stephen Moffat his career, basically. But like... Yeah, okay. That makes sense. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I really very think funny if pictures the, of Mike Warren as Dracula if, if, his posture is incredibly funny oh my god <laughs> <laughs> was that insane that's just your posture oh, yeah. oh my god yeah this is just like <laughs> yeah <laughs> the wig <laughs> oh my god yeah this guy that's, this guy loves real doing performances where he, he really is like budget Johnny Depp yeah like, w- 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 I think Johnny Depp nowadays is actually he's not budget because he's extremely expensive. Yeah. But I do ever see pictures of Johnny Depp from like the nineties. He was oh, very he attractive. Used be, he used to be good looking. Um, yeah. Anyway, what do we think of Michelle Dockery in this? Because I didn't realize that this was her first role, which is What's very it? funny. She's oh really? Yeah, they said that she was like oh like her first film role. She's been at the National Theatre yeah. and then she did this and then because this was before Downton. So Oh, did she go on to be on Downtown Abbey? Yeah, she she was the she was the like the main sister on Downtown Abbey. Interesting. Oh right. Like I didn't the, know her the, from the anything. Sort of cold, what the cold one. Which is a sort of similar she plays a very similar 
she's sort of similar to Susan in a lot of ways. Uh, so I can see why they cast yeah. her. Mm. I mean, I think, I think she's good as she's good as Susan. Mm. Um, yeah, I think I think she I think her performance works. I, I still think there's like core there's aspects very, of Susan like, that, lines that yeah, she does. yeah, she just plays like one one note one shade of susan yeah, yeah one note of susan mm-hmm. which which like works fine there's i think there's but 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 the the bits that i like most about susan or, and we talked about this like last episode or the one before with the bits where she like instantly reads people and is all, almost like a little judgmental about them like but in yeah, a way yeah yeah, in a way that she she also feels shitty about it, right? Like, she's always like, well, I shouldn't judge, but also I'm probably right. It's hard to do. <laughs> it's hard to do, right? Because it's so interior. As an acting performance. Yeah. Yeah. So I think... Like, so much of her character is stuff where she yeah. thinks something and goes, oh, I shouldn't think this, or I've got to pretend to be normal, I need to think normal thoughts, or stuff like that, where it's, like, hard to portray as an yeah. actor, yeah. I think. She's definitely yeah. a less interesting character on screen which is true for most of them i think yes she is because uh, so many carry characters serious. are like interior yeah there is a scene where death when she when death comes down the chimney and the pillow falls out his uh stomach where she just like looks at him and then looks at the pillow and looks at him i think was just very funny <laughs> to me yeah <laughs> that, was, that was pretty good i think i don't know i don't think her chemistry with death works as well as i don't think the whole, their whole like complicated family drama comes across even in the slightest like in a way that that is like so strong in the book but it's also hard to have it if that's like the first movie that you make right yeah yeah there's stuff they had had to yeah. cut like just like of scenes of her going to death's house and being yeah. like oh it's fucked up that he's like this which is just again stuff from soul music really they didn't have a, right. they didn't have a huge number of scenes together really what about what about not what do we think of Nobby Nobs? <laughs> Let's talk about Nobby. Fucking that was the most fun I had really? in the whole film was his weird <laughs> his weird f- no it wasn't very good but it, his weird facial expressions just screenshotting them. Was he wearing priceless. false teeth? I think he's got to be right. Yeah. yeah. Here's yeah. the let's paint a picture to the listener because <laughs> like the main thing about Nobby in the books right is that. People don't believe he's human. People, he has to. He has a paper that says he's human. He looks, he looks, he just looks too weird to be believed to be a human, which yeah, is obviously a really hard thing to do on with a real actor, yeah, right? If, like you have to. What put if a he was of... just a normal guy with with like some weird like large teeth? <laughs> what if he was just a, a just yeah, like, a bloke? Problem solved. But everybody guy. still acted was just a guy like, who... oh, this is yeah. Is this a human? Huh. Yeah, you are yeah. a good it's... individual. Wow, you're a good individual. I can't tell that you're just a normal man with big teeth, but for some reason I can't <laughs> tell like what's going on there. Yeah, yeah, I mean I mean Nobby I think a lot of a lot of this movie, like I think if I had a nostalgic attachment to this, I would like this a lot more. Uh, but like since I don't have it, a lot of it just seems like a lot of the movie just seems like it's making inside jokes at the audience that has read the books like that's yeah. that's the that's the vibe i get with with like nobby at least or with like nobby and visit like 
constable visitors there and he's doing his pamphlet stuff but like we don't really get any explanation for like for for it's that odd to me that they kept in visit rather than putting colon yeah. in instead just put colon they're, in they're a much more natural mm. geo that any reader of discworld books is going to be like okay hopefully you know touch wood they wouldn't go crazy yeah. about getting rid of visit because like who cares yeah I mean, Visit's only really there in the yeah. book because mm. it's trying to say why they're on, why they're the ones who were on duty on Hogs yeah. which is He's because not you know because he observe it in the same do way, the, yeah. the same way other people. Yeah. but like, and no, not be because he wants tips. <laughs> whereas, but we don't. You don't need to like think about it too hard. You could just be like, oh, they just have Cullen working, you know. I th- think that Visit's slightly misjudged the way they do him. He comes across as more, like, angry than Visit is. Yeah. Sp- yeah. He's supposed to be more like a sort of slightly, like, whiny evangelical, but, like, mm. nice. Yeah. And he came across as, like, kind of, like, <laughs> angry, strict... Yeah. Fundamentalist. Slightly fanatical yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah. It, it was interesting. Honestly, yeah. I would say... As a scene, I don't know if that fit very well. Because obviously if you've read the books, you're like, oh, it's Nobby. But he doesn't really work as Nobby. And also that no. scene where he like sits on Death's lap and suddenly loses all confidence yeah. in, in, in arresting <laughs> him is, is like all internal. And he just mumbles. But very like erotic. watching it, mm. it's, it's just like... <laughs> Okay, what, what's going on? I cannot overstate how bizarre it is to have death be like, Merry Christmas, Christmas, you tiny little child, uh, you personal uh, pers- uh, thing sitting here. And it's just a completely normal looking guy with slightly weird teeth. <laughs> <laughs> it's a normal guy who's just sitting on his lap He's awkwardly and it's like I'd have personally I'd have taken that out e- even if just you keep Nobby scene. in it just take the lap sitting scene out because without an inner monologue it just, just doesn't <laughs> I, I as a fan would be outraged if you took away the lap sitting scene <laughs> yes, it's genuinely like I, I said this on the episode it's one of my favourite scenes in the book if not all of this I think it's such a good scene but it doesn't work visually at all just cut it it's fine. No. You don't need really to have. Like... You don't need to have the city watch show up. Like, you can yeah, just really have the best. I really like the, the other stuff. I really like the other stuff in the in the um, the mall. Yeah, I like the other stuff that happens in the mall. I think it's quite fun when they got the pit, the CGI pigs. <laughs> the pigs are great. The... I love how shit they love look. The pigs. And I got the bit with the with the mother when she's talking and she's trying to like. T- tell her, tell him what what she wants, what the child wants, and then he just like shuts. Her I up think the the child actor is surprisingly really good, good yeah. in this movie. Like, yeah. both the child, yeah. both the child in the mall, and also like Twilight and Gawain, really uh, endearing. Come across as like very natural children. Yeah. I do the bit, yeah. the whole bit mm. at the end with tea time threatening the kids and Susan and Death, and the kids are just like, that's just bones. They do like a scary movie too. That's just bones. He's eating a biscuit. And I, I love it. They, they were great. They were great in that scene. Really endearing. They should have got um, Ben <laughs> to play the children. <laughs> Honestly, Ben Platt is Nobby. 
Men Platt with his dear Evan Hansen prosthetics looking like, according to all the reviews, some sort of weird, I got old, like, Hollywood movie monster <laughs> as Nobby. Uh, yeah, I think I think they could have cut Nobby. Like, it's just, Nobby is just such a hard character to do. Yeah. Like, if you do it, you have to do it right and not, like, in this very I think you, you want to get someone like Andy Serkis. <laughs> To, to, to yeah. be Nobby, and I'm not saying just in like a CGI suit, but you just, just want you want him to look like the guy behind the Winkies from Mulholland Drive, yeah. <laughs> just like a really fucked up looking like monster man, you know? Yeah, just like put a ton of prosthetics yeah. on someone, like go, not just teeth, go wild. Be, like, kind of offensive, and like yeah. quite nice teeth. <laughs> yeah, they were very large, very large, but they were very neat, like. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. this poor actor well aligned like, as mine <laughs> if not better they just made this poor actor to do like to. they just told him that well, you have to look really weird but we don't really have the prosthetics for it so just like just like grimace in every way that you can <laughs> yeah it was really a performance <laughs> it was really something um, what do we think about the wizards loved it I mean it didn't need to be there they're, they're very Here's fun the, so I'm again. Dude's rock. It's it's also pointless in the book, yeah. I think. But like, but it's. I'd, I'd say it's, it's less yeah. pointless in the book. I. Yeah. I really so the, the thing is about this is that like I don't think it's super accessible for a non-reader. No. But, <laughs> well, no. no but either. I I just found it really charming, as a as a show slash movie. Mm. Um, and the wizards were a huge part of that. I do think that you know, for for wider audience reasons, or for uh, sin- oh, I don't know, the sake of the film, it could have been cut. I don't know, mm. but th- yeah. I just really enjoyed yeah, I it. Agree. Yeah. I I agree because I I kind of wanted to get to the same thing that I really like the way the wizards look. I think they're pretty well. Yeah. Well, Ponda, I'm not sure about. Ponda is a question mark for me. Um, like he's Ponda. not Welsh, so. He's sort of like, he's meant to be like a nerd, right? He's just like yeah. a, yeah. He's like a it's, science guy. Ponda works, all right? He looks yeah. like he Harry fine. Potter. It's not, it's not how I imagine him, but whatever. But like the other wizards are like pretty much, they're pretty much like perfectly cast. Um, it doesn't really, I think their individual characteristics don't really come across as well, but that's like fine. You no, know? I think I think um, if God, thing, if yeah, that had come through <laughs> without, <laughs> yeah, I know. If if that had come through, they would have spent way more time on the wizards. But maybe it would have been. Already. I think what should have been done to this movie is to cut some parts and spend a little more time on some other. Like I think it could have worked if you I don't know cut like some of the knobby stuff. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what else they could have cut. Maybe it I could have should have been a lot. Stuff, I guess. Hmm. You cut some of the yeah, just some bits from the death going around doing Christmas. Yeah, things. yeah. Because I think I mean, the wizards—they probably cut a bunch out of those anyway. Yeah, I think the wizard stuff could have been like more impactful if we had spent a little more time on them and got them to know them. But it's also like this: the TV, the TV movie or TV two episode miniseries isn't like the perfect format for like the wizard stuff is something that in a better TV show than The Watch um, could could work beautifully if if you just let these wacky characters just like develop yeah. 
throughout several episodes. There wasn't really the room in this one, and it I and it would also be just incredibly confusing, especially with hex in it. Like, <laughs> I do think that the the stuff with the teeth in this is very interesting because rather than it being like this huge thing that you find out at the end, you pro- yeah. they pretty much tell you immediately. If you're the that's a like, that's a good going. choice, I think. But I yeah, I think stuff like when when it cuts from like. When it has a scene with Ridkilly in the bathroom talking about the toenails, and it sort of zooms in, and then it goes to the teeth and stuff, and it makes it a lot more sort of cohesive. That sort yeah. of it works. Is sort yeah. of I think that's sense. one of the things because if they hadn't done that, because the when we were reading it, like it was the case of oh, we have the first third of the book which has a lot of the tea time plot. Um, a lot of stuff about the auditors and then there's the middle section which is basically just the wizards <laughs> and then the yeah. third part yeah. which is Wizards again the tea time but you had all this gap in between where it's teasing stuff and like I personally didn't make that connection and it's obvious on like a I guess a rehash but it's also like made clear in the movie like oh yeah I mean I think yeah it's good yeah. it's a good choice I think I think it works well in the book as a mystery um but it makes sense to adapt it this yeah. way like I, I don't think it works great in the book i think it's, it's bit... obscure <laughs> it's yeah, it's, it's a bit <laughs> it is but i enjoy the reveal like i enjoy how how much it's like you wouldn't there, you would have no way to put it together i think that's i think that's but funny. i would call that a, a bad mystery something that you couldn't yeah. put together um <laughs> Like, wow, that's weird. That yeah. came out of nowhere. I don't think it. I don't think it does come out of nowhere. Like it's kind of it is seeded, yeah. but yeah, it it is just one of those things that is so unpredictable. <laughs> it's like, well, how would I? How would yeah. I? Ah, uh, they're in the Tooth Fairy Kingdom and they're using child teeth to control their minds to make them stop believing mm-hmm. in the Hogwarts. But it's power. not a Tooth Why didn't Fairy. I put this together really. <laughs> Bogeyman, yeah. but it's a bogeyman. What do you think of the bogeyman in this? I like their weird voices. I liked this. Effect. This is like, one of the only bits yeah. where I thought the editing was quite good, <laughs> where it's like <laughs> cutting between Susan's face and the bogeyman having shifted into something. And there's no like transformation. It's just something different. Oh, yeah, I was like, really funny. It's good because it kind of amplifies the comedic was, timing. Like dogs, no one's afraid of. Yeah, that. she's like, yeah. I like rats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like spiders. <laughs> Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Thinking about, like, as, um, just watching it and thinking about, like, what it would have been like as a crew member to deal with that many fucking yeah. fake teeth. Yeah. <laughs> There's so like, many, right? That is a huge number of teeth, which, like, kudos to them. It, it, it's great. It really adds to it, but Christ. Yeah, I like, I like the way the Tooth Ferris place looks. Yeah. Um, with yeah. all the like, mm. with all the like teeth hats that yeah, they're, they're wearing, <laughs> or teeth oh, yeah. helmets. I like that yeah, bit. Yeah, the teeth hats are great. Because it's like the pay here is good, but the hats make you feel like a bit of a tip. Yeah, that's good. Very funny. Yeah, I think like overall the production design very nicely done. I mean, that's the thing. That's the thing that worked like pretty well in the Color of Magic as well. That like Eggmore Pork looked pretty. Mm well done mm. or the unseen university looked like pretty well but done it was interesting they went for because in color magic like fantastic they're like oh it's like fantasy yeah. 
olden times, and this one they're like, uh, it's like Victorian. Yeah. Because sort of, well, it's Christmas. It's so Christmas. Christmas. So Victorian is Christmas. Better. Yeah, because it's Christmas. So I it's think Victorian. the books have that progression yeah. as well, though. I personally would have characterized oh, Color yeah. Magic and Light Fantastic as being more like, mm. not Middle fantasy Ages, but yeah, like fantasy times, high fantasy. Whereas, and obviously with the like, um, industrial revolution books quote unquote you get more of that like the mm. oh we've invented mail or um we've invented the bank oh, yeah. banks Hooray. we've uh you heard of lawyers we've got them um imagine a world without lawyers <laughs> i can't i yeah i just um, think it 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 works i like it i love susan's outfits throughout the whole thing they're really good very good. Imagine being called liar when liars were invented. <laughs> so embarrassing. I'd have been like, fuck. It would be so embarrassing. You'd be like, now I have to change my name. <laughs> <laughs> how did we like um, how did we like the Violet Bilious romance compared to the way it was in the um, book, which was like nothing? Well it was nothing in the show as it was in the book so i like they were to like find... how do we adapt this thing that is nothing yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it was like somehow somehow even more nothing <laughs> like they like looked at each other and they were they were like i'm going to stay with mr bilius and i'm going to stay with violet <laughs> <laughs> yeah he you just he drink. looks at me like wow i'm horny now yeah. <laughs> she's like i never i never do you drink alcohol at all <laughs> i don't think the the whole oh god of hangovers part like didn't I don't know like they cut the entire thing that the god of wine drinks so he gets hangover and the hangover gets back like they they cut this whole connection between them and he didn't have this he didn't have that hatred for like the god of wine and also for everyone who drinks he didn't he just sort of walks around like being Welsh and going oh I'm sober (laughs) And that's the thing, so I think for timing reasons, that works really well. He could have been... Yeah. Like, part of me wants to say that you could have feasibly cut his character, and even... Yeah. Yeah, but then again, you have to have that whole side story... Well, not side story, you have to have the story of, like, all the little things that have been invented by people saying, like, oh, I'm shocked there's no god of hangovers, or, you know stealing sock fairy. Yeah, and you have to, like, he's kind of the connecting tissue yeah. between, like, Susan finding the wizard, the wizard's figuring out why this whole mm. thing is going. Like, he... That's... That, I think that's the issue with adapting Terry Pratchett, mm-hmm. that, like, his plots get so... Like, there's so They're many little things... because so many bits are just, this yeah. is gonna be a funny yeah. scene, so I'm gonna put this in so it's, like, funny. And then you do it, and it's like, okay. But then when you're adapting it, it's like, wow, we have to cut this. And Actually, like, it holds vital plot information things. inside of it yeah. as well. Yeah. So it's, it's like, it's like stu- it's stupid and pointless, but like also it's really important in order for the next thing to happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's been made absolutely <laughs> inextricable from the plot, so we can't get rid of it. Yeah. Because it's like, really, you could possibly also cut Violet's role as well, but then they do need a tooth fairy to yeah. get them. Do they? What does she do? What does she do yes. in this? <laughs> Actually, she chats. They what just, does Violet do? They just kidnap her because that means they can get onto the carriage. But they, they could have just, just done that anyway. He seemed threatenable. The... Yeah. But it's also important because it's all about like banjo not hitting girls. Yes. That whole sort but of I... stuff. So, unlike unlike most 
media where you get women and be, having violence done to them to just to drive the plot uh-huh. forward. This one is one not having violence done to her, which drives the plot forward. Mm. So actually it's woke. <laughs> That's true. And this could never be made no. now because it's not distinctively British enough because it's woke. <laughs> That's really true. Not we could, British in any way. Yeah, these days you no. couldn't get people like David Jason and T- Tony Robinson. David Jason's probably been cancelled. <laughs> cancelled for only <laughs> fools and horses. You couldn't make only fools yeah, and only horses fools today. Only fools and horses. You couldn't make that today. He fell through the bar. That's probably really offensive to people who yeah, fell these, through bars. These days you aren't legs. even allowed to go to bars. Yeah, Whoa! Go to the bar. Cancelled. Covid outrageous. rules. You. <laughs> Did you, see you that? I, did you yeah. see that family guy Close to me, just for coughing in the faces I of people invited. In the did you see the family guy COVID PSA <laughs> I didn't see that where it's like yes. Peter is uh, is about to get his vaccine shot but he has his, has his doubts and then Stewie and Brian show up and Stewie is like I'm gonna take Brian with me inside of Peter and I'm going to explain how the COVID vaccine works wow. and then they do a and do a, they do they do that like Osmosis Jones bit the fantastic what what the fuck is that original film called where they go inside someone's fantastic body journey. fantastic journey yeah yeah they do that but it's Stewie and Brian joking about how bad Peter's liver is uh, and then they get out and then Peter is no I'm convinced to take the vaccine Family Guy funny moment I I got invited out to a club by a friend of a friend this evening. And it was like, mm-hmm. well, I can't, but also, I've got. Like, I have to listen. I can't go clubbing. I have to podcast. Listen. I have to podcast. It's vitally important that I podcast. But also, right now. like, <laughs> I don't want to go clubbing. <laughs> like now. Yeah. No. I didn't want to go clubbing before. Yeah. Oh, I, I like. I miss clubbing. Don't get me wrong. I miss yeah, it, but. I don't know if I want to go into it. Yeah, right now. That's... no. That means I was in the pub at the weekend, and the village essentially went absolutely insane. Yeah, I did go. It was really good fun. I did go to a quite. It was busy, really good. I went to a quite busy pub on <laughs> on Monday because it's um like a cider pub where they have like a bluegrass band oh. who do just like random people from the oh, community nice. who all play together and they all like go in and out and they all sing like it was really really good oh. it was great yeah we were having a music evening as well it was supposed to be a folk music evening and it started off being dismal because because my my dad had been like my mum and dad had been harangued into like doing doing the evening because they are professional oh. musicians uh-huh. Um, and so they did all the difficult bit and then when everyone else was drunk enough they, they sort of got into earnest and it ended up everyone like drunk as lords singing the verses <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was fantastic that is nice great but it's a different environment it was to, <laughs> it was um, good a pretty a yeah. pretty yeah. good it's gay club but a gay club that nonetheless has removed what once used to be the only dildo claw machine I've ever seen oh. I know OMG got rid of the dildo claw machine, which is upsetting because I don't think (laughs) they had. They had this like, and it was mostly like little ones, but then they had the grand prize, which was this like forearm length, like veiny one right at the back. Um, And it was just, it was just a great club. And then they got rid of the claw machine and I haven't been back since. Now now it's mediocre. These I nearly days, want a George Foreman grill. Days, you're not even allowed to have a dildo claw machine. <laughs> not yeah. 
Wait, they've got clubs for gay people now. <laughs> like, um, they fucking they have gay right now. Gay club? You can't club a gay person. That's homophobia. <laughs> <laughs> well, right, it's discrimination that I'm not allowed in. It's I yeah, they have bouncers. Yeah, they have bouncers, the and the bouncers ask you, "Are you gay?" Like yeah. a peep show, like, yeah. They'll read, <laughs> they'll read the um the labels. <laughs> they'll read the labels in my trousers that say straight. Uh, yeah. And they'll be like, straight get out of I mean, here. Straight legs. Fridays was invented for here. you. So. They read the label in my trousers that say boyfriend. And they're like, are these yours? And I'm like, yes. And they're like, all right, go on in. <laughs> 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 but if I was to say no, then they'd yeah. kick me out. Yeah. They, they'd yeah. say no. Yeah. <laughs> they, they read the label on my trousers <laughs> it says mom. <laughs> and they say, like, hell yeah. Come on in, no man. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> they read the label on my jeans that says fled, and they go, oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. They say that's that's very sensible um, in order for it to not get stuck. Up there, so. um. Damn, flares really are back. They're back. I keep thinking that okay. like the, the like ser- serialized or like mini series format, but not like in two out in two feature length episodes. But because I I think like all the bits we talked about that are like funny on their own, but like they don't really work in like movie format. You'd think it would work better in, like, a TV show format. Mm. But then, like, all we got was either the watch or the, or the like, Weird Sister Soul Music animated miniseries, which, like, it's, it's which just... Which really good. They, they, they were really good. Yes. Terry said he really liked them. I said that Terry said I am good. constantly forgetting about the animated Soul Music. I know that we watched. I, it, it has no I'm place in my mind. It it doesn't feel like this does. This is this sounds like a compliment. It's not, <laughs> but it doesn't feel like I watched like two and a half hours or three hours of that. Like however, because that, that was also abysmally yeah, long. Yeah, they all are. Mm. Um, but it doesn't feel like I watched that much of them. But it's just because it just didn't retain that much. I will say I still the, the one I keep forgetting about is the Weird Sisters animated movie. I that one I weirdly remember. Yeah. I think because of the Shakespeare stuff. Yeah, I did like it more. I remember it more. It just yeah. Mm. I don't know. I just never mm. think of the it. Soul music isn't a great book. Yeah. Soul music is so good. I watched the. Um... I watched the Michael Mann film Heat last mm. night, which is two and three quarter hours long, uh-huh. which is very long, um, but it still felt like a shorter time watching it than um, watching the first half of this 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 one. Yeah, I mean, same about same about Dune. Like the the new Dune is like two hours and twenty minutes long, and it does suffer from like issues of, of like being adapted from a book in some ways, but it's still like like it is slowly paced. But it did feel like shorter somehow. I don't know, or like quicker. I don't know. This one, I don't know. Like I said, a lot of I think a lot of things about this movie do work. Like the the casting is mostly good. Sets are great. Costumes are great. It's done with a lot of heart. It's just like as a whole, I was just not enjoying the experience of watching it. Like I can't I can't say a lot of good things about it. It just didn't work together. 
You have to watch Christmas. it on Christmas yeah. morning while you're surrounded by crackers and <laughs> presents and things. Hmm. Although, um, I went into Little yesterday and they already have Christmas. Oh, yeah. stuff, I mean, and honestly, so, well, that's uh, they, and I, I, actually, I genuinely felt it made me very that we depressed. were doing Hogfest. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, I've seen... Yeah, just because 9-11 is already over. I can't believe. I've seen Christmas Some, stuff in yeah, August before, so that's not like... It's almost Halloween, mm. it's October in like... I literally... So I thought we were in the beginning of September, and then Yanoshi tweeted about um, Demi's uh, 21st of September yeah. video, and I was like, it's not the fucking 21st of September, it's like the <laughs> 7th or something. And then I checked the date, and I was like... It's because the weather... I've wasted a month. It's because of the weather. It feels like it feels like a sort of summer's day most of the time. It's just we have really short no, it days, has, but it's like twenty degrees in the in the. It day. has cooled yeah, down really here to like twelve degrees, thirteen degrees. Uh, it's really warm here. It's, it's really strange. We had the worst fucking um, August and most of July, and now now we've had like a really late summer. Yeah, I think last time we recorded when you said it's like really cold. It was mm. like really warm here, and now it's really cold here. I can't. So I don't know. It's fucking climate change. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> What's that? Climate change. I would. More like. Why did the Earth hide its gaze? Because the climate was changing. <laughs> climate change. Hardly <laughs> Noah. What? what? <laughs> Why did the Earth? Oh. <laughs> Oh, oh, I thought when you said hide its gaze, I was like, oh, the ga- uh, I thought you meant gaze. Yeah. It was like, like gaze. And they, they make, they're called bars for them now. Is that where yeah. the earth's hiding? Bars? You're putting them in jail now? <laughs> <laughs> Just like Russia. Um. <laughs> like, I, I did think when you, when you were talking about the, like, dildo claw machines, I, I am constantly reminded of, like, the, vending machines we have at like most public restrooms here or like in rest in in restrooms in restaurants even that have like not only condoms but also inflatable pussies okay right oh we don't hell yeah we have an advanced society so we have in the uk we definitely have condom ones and i have seen like Mm -hmm. bullet vibrator ones in women's toilets mm. occasionally. Mm. They're common, I have yeah. never... Yeah. Vibration uh, yeah. cockrings as well. But I've yeah. never, yeah. ever, ever yeah. seen, like... <laughs> what did you call it? It's like, like, like a light. pocket pussy. Like, a po- it's, yeah, it's, pocket pussy. A pocket it's, pussy. It's inflatable yeah. pussies for like one pussy. euro. And, uh, I don't it know. It good with... At one euro, come on. Just... Oh, that's, I think that's if you fill anything with lube, then Just... Just fucking... Just fucking jack off with your hands. I don't know. What is the... Get well, like a, you've got a carpet get like a right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get the carpet. It is cheaper than carpets, to be fair. I mean, not if you already have the carpet. <laughs> no one's yeah, saying you exactly. replace the carpet. That is insane to me. I... The fact that it's inflatable, would you not get like a static build Does... <laughs> I just make it... Would it be called dust, dust, touch, or <laughs> yeah. pussy? I'm thinking of those, you know, in like museums, you <laughs> get those are. things which are like. I can touch pussy. <laughs> you know, in museums, you get those things which are like plastic, like tubes with like stuff in and then. Yeah, yeah, move. yeah. The like. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. The like hand job yeah. slash. Yeah. <laughs> or like a water. I'm thinking of like a water wing. You know how it's hard to get your arm into like a water <laughs> yeah. wing? 
Mm. <laughs> so, oh, what, like water? You were thinking water snakes? The um, the they were little. They're like yeah, 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 yeah. A yeah. tube, yeah, a tube, and they sort of yeah, they yeah, sort yeah. of roll in on themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's what they were called. I always just referred mm. to them as the like, you know, when you like finger that thing and yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like the sort of. Do you finger it or handies. do you give it a handy? That's going to tell you about. Yeah, your yeah, yeah, yeah. I promise. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna have something to do with something. <laughs> but yeah, it's like yeah, putting a putting an armband on. Um. Yeah, you know, it's really hard, and it's like it's it squeaks. That's how I imagine the mm. pussy. I haven't tried it. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying. I was well, fisting yeah, my that's, pocket. That's your job for next. For next yeah, here's your homework. Go to a gas <laughs> station. You've got to report back. Yeah. You I sometimes think it, but you have like, there's no way I would this. like. I I would survive the embarrassment if someone else came in because it's like in public restrooms. You just try to like, go pocket like, pussy. Someone comes in and sees me buy you a pocket pussy. You have to be like, oh, I was trying to buy bathroom. the extra large condoms. Fuck, oh, I pressed the wrong button. Oh, no, I slipped and pressed the pocket pussy button. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the one of the phone pranks of I think man cow like one of the shitty conservative shock jocks. It's either man cow or it's I think it's him. Who did a phone Man prank cow. where he? But like it's one of the staged phone pranks where it's very clearly fake, where he calls a sex shop, and get this incredibly funny bit. Asks them if they sell cock rings. A sex shop. And then the, selling. And then the person rings? who works there says yes, of course. What's next? And yeah, then a bakery selling and then, bread. And then this is. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. This is where it gets even funnier. He asks them if you if they sell them in size extra large. Yes. And of course they do. It's oh. not a prank. That's just that's a request. Just asking <laughs> if, that's just asking if they got something in stock, which they uh, they would. Have you have you ever no? But I, have you ever had my my little phone in show that was good? Uh-huh. Mm. Uh, my phone prank where I yeah. I phoned up my bank and asked to change my um, <laughs> telephone banking passcode because I'd forgotten <laughs> it, and they were like, "Sure, what's your mother's wow. maiden name?" And what, and what was it, George? What was um, your and mind? what did you? And what did you? <laughs> and, and and what did you? Perfect reversal. And what did you change that password to afterwards? Flawless <laughs> victory. Uh, your mother's main name is literally uh, your name. And... Mm, yeah, it's true. So, <laughs> George. George. Mrs. Yeah, George. that's why your name is George. 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 I mean, George can be George a last George. name. It can. Yeah, but that's that's. Oh, actually, it's George is my name. also my middle name. It's George. George, George. 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 Boy, George. Boy George is for that tree. Yeah. But, yeah. Of the uh, of, originally, it was German, but they changed it at um, British Ellis Island. Um, it was George George von Junker. <laughs> okay. I mean, von Schlager. I, I always <laughs> thought Boy George was like an artist name that that he picked for himself, but. Apparently, he has first name boy, last name George. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George's George's full name is George, George Tashin Pussy. (laughs) 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 Of of the Westphalian Tashin Pussies, yeah. I don't know if there's regional differences. That would be an interesting experiment to to find out if they sell like different ones here in Bayern than they do in like Berlin or like. Yeah, like the different sizes. Yeah. Imagine, imagine like, so like American liberals owning someone called um, <laughs> called Pocket Pussy. 
<laughs> he's actually called it's actually German he's called Taschenpussy <laughs> it's just a traditional German name yeah I didn't it is in that was that was a, a yeah. in 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 Hungarian the word for kiss travel pussy I'm not I'm not joking here in Hungarian the word for kiss is pussy pussy like uh, wait say that again which like, is, is it pronounced differently or is it it's slightly I mean it's basically the same just it's just like Hungarian pronunciation, but it's it's spelled differently. It's spelled P U S Z I. Um, but the cursed thing is not to the kunstliche vagina. Ah, I found it. It does not look sexy. Did you Google like Tasha and Pussy? I I Google German tr- tr- a German inflatable <laughs> vagina. I Google. <laughs> <laughs> some interesting Kunstlich results, I'm sure. Why does her br- Oh, no. The, the, no, that's... I, I found a picture of it. It looks like a vomit, like a... No, it looks like a plastic bag. That is a plastic bag. <laughs> that's a... Uh... It looks like a hot water bottle, like a <laughs> DIY hot water bottle. Yeah, that looks like a hot water mm-hmm. bottle. Yeah. God, remember when they used to give out travel uh, pocket pussies free at the supermarket, but then the liberals got in and made you pay for is them. It, is it even a sex toy, or is it just it like... It has to be. A, a way... Or is it just like... No, is it like a just a portable, like, spunk <laughs> I think it's bag? a thing yeah. to come into. Yeah. What is a vagina like a other thing. than a thing to come oh. into? Am <laughs> I right, fellas? Am I right? <laughs> it's gotta oh. be... I, I just wonder if it's like... Imagine carrying a... Pe- like a... Um, sack around with you, like you're yeah. a fucking. I just, I just like wonder if it's like fish just waiting to it's attach like, onto. It's like dog one. owners. Dog owners carry around a small bag of shit. Yeah. If you own a cock, you <laughs> carry around a small bag of cock. That's so true. What is the bull? But I, I do want to point cow. out that funny images on this here. package of travel pussy the künstliche vagina, <laughs> there's a little text. In the like bottom right corner that says "nicht für Kinder geeignet," <laughs> meaning not, for not suitable for children. Uh, um, where, is, where are the children supposed to come into? Oh no! I bought I bought this travel pussy for my child. I also want to stress that <laughs> this I, now I find it's not suitable. I also want to stress that this image also them, this image also has a vibrator penis ring and a mini vibrator. In and none of one them have ein Stick. Yeah. Vibrato. Ein one mini vibrato. And none of them have have uh, none of them say that they're not suitable for children. It's only the travel pussy, the Kinslicher Wagina that isn't. Oh no. You fill them full of Is this water? The tr- <laughs> okay, I so know. I kind of we'll blow them up. I don't want to say that I get it. Um but I guess The travel pussy the travel pussy, the, the uh, woman on it, like her bra, her bra has like it looks like she's wearing a like wigs on her on her tits. I'm, yeah. I'm stuck on the. Oh, I get it. I can yeah, see. Yeah, I can see you, it now. You fill the outside with. There's water, a hole in it, and then it's yeah, like, and then yes. and then you fuck the inside. Oh wait, were you thinking that you fucked the water? <laughs> I wasn't sure. I couldn't see that little hole in it. I wasn't sure how it worked. <laughs> I'm just really curious if it like, if it like collect it doesn't stuff or if it does. just makes things way more messy than I don't it would think it would make be. it more messy because you're still so. ejaculating into a confined space but you mm. <laughs> but then you just have this like <laughs> <You're> a, 
this water balloon that's also full of cum that you have to dispose of. <laughs> so it's and you have to get like you have to like get the water out somehow. I mean, like, personally, I would just throw it into the bin and not think about it, yeah. making me probably yeah. a bad person. But. How environment? This is not environmentally friendly. This is an no. unsustainable. This is an unsustainable travel. Uh, sorry, I only the, fuck sustainable. Deborah, pussy. Remember when you used to get plastic? Plastic. Uh, you get. Used to be able to get plastic travel pussies. <laughs> the libs came in. You get have to carry stainless carry, steel ones. They give you cardboard. In the. Listen, it's only... <laughs> they go soggy as soon as you use them. It's only plastic because in the 50s they phased out of using the glass ones and brought in the plastic ones in order to sell more to the oil companies. Did you know that Steely Dan was named after a travel pussy? <laughs> I just, I'm just looking at these images and I just can't imagine like having this, like buying this, right? And then inflating it, filling it up with water, and then looking at this thing and like holding this thing in your hand and being like, still being sexy. horny. You'd want, it, you'd want it to be like, warm water. Just, just, like, just mm. like the visual of it. I, I just can't imagine just seeing this not killing your bone and immediately. And I'm just like, do, do, you, not go- do not Google the word travel. <laughs> do, you then, do you then do missionary on it? Or do you... Uh, I think you hold it. <laughs> just hold but it. then why not just... Okay. Yeah, you, you could, could just jerk off. off. I don't care. Like, like, just God sit on your hands. <laughs> yeah. Fucking. I love wanking. I travel pussy. Simple It's the British way. It's called being, called being English. None of these fancy German inventions. <laughs> This, oh my god. This is an appropriate discussion for our hog father episode. Because I honestly. <laughs> I don't think that we did get uh. enough jokes about hogs and like daddy stuff out and dads this this has sort of replaced that i mean the other insanely cursed thing about these images i guess you're gonna have to post them to the twitter (laughs) eventually and we're gonna lose 50 followers maybe the discord (laughs) we're we're always close to losing followers but the, the, the other cursed thing about this is that all of the images were like clearly taken in the early 2000s, oh, the latest. Sorry, I've just seen the one with the... The latest. <laughs> this is fine. Do not Google the word travel pussy. Oh, I cannot state this enough how much penises I can see on my screen right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. Damn, did you leave, did you leave your Google Meets on? Uh, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I'm joking because it's a joke where I self-deprecatingly say that we are all our penises. I do love to. Oh, okay. I do love to see my 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 no, good friend. No, I have my. I love to see my good friend Chaz uh, on camera live reacting to images of penises. <laughs> Contract worker. For- <laughs> uh, oh, should probably buzz you that out. Say where I work. <laughs> <laughs> reacts to penises that would be a great YouTube heard about all this research that, that was be. done on female bonobos I just have to ask <laughs> I have not heard that well, they just they fuck a lot I'm thinking of these photos are horrifying uh, is that a dick or is that yeah. just like a stick it's a sausage right. it's a uh, it's a wiener <laughs> and it sure is <laughs> Okay, I think we've, we've, we've gone on enough about travel pussies. This is one of our on worst episodes. Episode. No, this is one of our best episodes. Um, I regret bringing this up. <laughs> Every episode we get more hostile to listen to. This is like when I, when I first brought up prone masturbation. I was like, have you heard of this thing? 
Oh, we just let a cat get, get, get got way out of my control. <laughs> Every, the, 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 there's a game here that we play. We play. We try and talk about the thing, but the first person, we are all secretly searching um, for something that will derail us all mm. entirely yeah. for the rest of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> And sometimes it comes sooner, sometimes it comes later, and that person wins. And Janos wins, but he brought up travel pushes. I did not think... I don't know, I, I thought you probably heard of this. Like, I know. I think I, I have, actually. I've pocket pussies. I had yeah. never seen this particular kind of, like, plastic bag-looking travel pussy. The sort of budget version. So. Das Deutsche travel pussy. I will say, I also didn't it's know funny. what they actually looked like. It genuinely does look like the water snake thing I was talking about earlier. It does, it does so not. I was, I so I was right. This thing, like, it, it, there's no, like, opening at the other end, so you're going to get, like, some air pressure Oh, my God, it would yeah. fart. It would, it would yeah. queef. <laughs> Just like the real thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my it's God. So, this is so literal. I don't know. <laughs> the the visuals are just really fucking me up. <laughs> just popping away. Yeah, the visuals the visuals are not pleasant. I need to get off this Google search. <laughs> okay. Well, this has been who I just thought episode on Hogfather. Couldn't have been anyone else, could it? We've been relatively like restrained for a few episodes, so yeah. I'm sorry. This has been uh, our season finale, <laughs> our Christmas special. Christmas oh yeah, special. this has been our season finale. Next season is mm. season three. Um, Merry Christmas. Season four, Merry I Christmas, mean, everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Season four will be where um, all of us sound increasingly weak and malnourished due to um, food shortages. But Janusz sounds fine. Yeah, Janusz sounds fine. I'm going to be so well nourished. I'm going to eat the food that you don't get. Oh. Yeah, because it's going to yeah. be the German I'm hoarding all the chicken. I will say, I mean, if you... It's all in. Yeah, holding, all the tra- holding all the travel pussies. <laughs> all my travel pussies got stuck at Calais. Along with my sex asses. Um, all, the tra- yeah. all, the truckers have, all the truckers have quit because they got rid of the sex ass claw machine. <laughs> the travel pussy claw machine in the service station. <laughs> the woke left took away the sex ass machine in the service mm. station. <laughs> no, no, we truck it. I'm, I'm glad we have finished the season because season four is where it's gonna be good. It's gonna start becoming good. <laughs> it's gonna be good, yeah. Um, season four, Everyone's we're gonna, gonna be, be like... so focused. No more, yeah. no more not safe for work bits. Uh, <laughs> season four, you want to play in front of your children. Yeah, yeah, you want to. Season four, we're them. gonna stop People... swearing. Um, it's gonna be pure literary discussion. We yeah. are. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to yeah. stop eating we, during recording. We're going to say mise en scène in every single Yeah, episode. even though it's a book. Um, <laughs> yeah. Literary mise en scène. I feel very mise en scène. <laughs> I feel. Anyway. I feel extremely so, you know, in media you know, res right now. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> I got res all over my media. What in media res because you find it in media sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, I like to buy pocket media from the from the from the petrol station. <laughs> yeah, as Marshall McLuhan said, the medium is the message, and he did consider that travel pussies a, a medium. I'm not even joking. Marshall McLuhan considers everything that is the an extension of the human body a medium. Oh, so what is oh, what is the message of the travel pussy? It is the the medium is the message, so it's the message is travel pussy. Yeah. Okay, Robin, <laughs> stop it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, season four, That people are going to be like, you know how people are like, oh, you should watch this TV show, it gets really good in season six. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's going to be us. <laughs> you don't even need to listen to the series one to three. Season four, they might make a couple like callback jokes about carpets, but you mm. like don't need to know the but context. You can just it's fine. <laughs> don't worry about it. It's just, yeah. Yeah, everyone calls us the Star Trek The Next Generation of podcasting. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, this may actually be episode 66, but uh, in truth, yeah. it's actually 69. Spiritually, at least. <laughs> Yeah. No, that's the wrong position for a. You wouldn't do a sixty-nine <laughs> travel pussy. That's not going to be practical. It's not big enough. <laughs> DJ Carla doesn't eat out travel if pussies. You do terrible. a six filling a travel pussy with soup ah! just to keep the soup warm. Guy, guy who doesn't know what it is, and just thinks it's like a thing for keeping soup warm. <laughs> was it that I read I feel like it was a Judy Bloom book when I was younger where she wanted mm. to make her boobs look bigger so she filled Ziploc bags with minestrone soup and put them in her bra mm. and she always had to make sure that it was like warm soup so that if someone were to grab them at a party then they'd be like this is a real boob and then like isn't that just the big mouth thing about when he fucks the pillow and he puts yes, the soup in the pillow? So that this came like soup. ten years yeah. before. Okay, mm. I can't believe Big Mouth ripped off Judy. That's so specific. <laughs> I was always like, every time I heard the, I, I I heard about how you know Master Chief has a suit that jacks him off. I was like, wait, really? Uh, but then I looked at the design and noticed that it has a huge travel pussy at his <laughs> groin area. <laughs> It's got a pump attachment for the travel person. Um, Okay, fuck's sake. Okay, so this is the end of this episode of Who Watches the Watch. I hope you had a great time. Do you remember when J.K. Rowling came out and revealed that wizards used to just, like, jerk themselves off with magic because they hadn't invented the travel person? Do not listen to this podcast. Do not okay, oh so anyway, this has been Who Watches the Watch. You can go on the Patreon and give us money three euros a month, and then you can get bonus stuff where we talk about the gender games by Bella Forest and we write a book, and also we may be reviewing bad musicals as like a thing. That's a new. Uh, you heard of Dear Evan Hansen? Do you want to hear an episode you about Mr. that? Mr. Hansen. Mr. <laughs> as, Ru- as RuPaul would call him, dear. <laughs> <laughs> the main character, dear. <laughs> <laughs> when you're walking in the forest with Evan Hansen and you see a four-legged so a dear a dear Evan Hansen yeah. dear Evan Hansen okay anyway yeah you can donate to that and get those episodes uh, or you can dear buy... Starmer <laughs> dear Starmer dear Starmer dear Keir Starmer uh, a musical about killing Keir Starmer <laughs> Damn, that would be sad. You write a letter to yourself, and then Kisdama kills himself. And he's God, him is like a letter you wrote to him about how much you hate him, and everyone blames you. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, this has been. You can donate five euros or more to get your name shouted out like these people. I can't think of a thing to do between the names right now. This is so stressful. Do you want to take a do you want to take a moment? Um Gimme give gimme give t- <clears throat> get into the pussy zone. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
thank you to our five euro patrons on the Rinse Flower Stand tier who are. Well, everyone of the show, Tom, Hank the Tank. Awuga. Whoa. Terran. Mist. Good lord. Greetings. Ray Carter. Milk succubus. Oh la la. Oh. No, the memories of those left. Zuta lord. Oh. oh no. Those lost actually. I don't know how to talk anymore. Justin Crandall. Oh dear. Oh. By Christ. Evan Dian. Shibai. Evan. Christ's wounds. And give it up for these people who give us 10 euros. Uh. Among the Bjorn Strong in the Arm uncles of the show. Slime Simon. Hey, yeah. Oh, that's his uncle. Sarah McClintock. Hi, hi. Baby, give it up. Sarah McClintock. Plush rate. Wow. Plush rate. That's the most plush rate I've ever seen. And big flat bunch. Hi, caramba. Look how flat that bunch is. Okay, well, this has been a great episode that you've all enjoyed listening to. <laughs> I can't believe people pay us money. I can. <laughs> this is prime real estate. Yeah. Um, anyway, until next week, uh, may you be strong in your arm and in your pussy and <laughs> in your make pocket. sure you've got that you're strong in the pocket. Björn Strach, Stärke mein, Stärke im Arm ist mein Onkel. Mein Pocket Björn. Oh. Ja. Ich will. Anyway, then. Happy Christmas. And I'll see yeah, you Merry next Christmas. Week. Happy Bye. Christmas. Bye. Merry Hogsworth. Bye. 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 Bye.